a sinner Who's probably gonna sin again Lord forgive me Lord forgive me Things I don't understand Sometimes I need to be alone Bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my vibe What's up world, what's up social media, what's up Twitter It is I, Lee Zellers, ZBM Podcast ZBM.Podbean.com That's the mothership, Podbean You need to go and just like, download the app, okay Download the app then you have access to the show. It's right there. Boom. Hit it. Boom. Right there on the phone. Tap the phone. Open up the app. Podbean. Go to zbm.podcast. And listen to us there. The sound is so much better. Especially coming across your phone. But however you choose to listen. I'm glad you tuned it in. For my however big audience I have out there. I'm glad you're checking out the show. Morning, noon, or night, wherever you may be. I hope things are good in your world while you're listening to this podcast. Hope everything is fantastic. Everything is pretty cool on the home front here. It's cool. It's Monday, October 28th. Had a birthday earlier. I think I might have talked about that on the last podcast, but I digress. That was a long time ago. But it was this month. I'm a Libra. But now we're getting into the other part. This is not Libra month no more. Part of October. But anyway, not going to spend a lot of time on that. I've been away for like over two weeks. I've been busy. But I hate that I've been busy, that I've not been taking the time to do this. Because I love to do this. I love to be able to share the shit that's on my mind. And let me get out front before I go any further. I need to start saying this. If you're tuning in. If you don't like certain language, if you're under age, like under 18, I think that's the, after 18, you can listen to pretty much anything. So if you're under 18, you shouldn't be listening to the show. Put mom, dad, phone away, however you got the app, I don't know, but you shouldn't listen to the show. But I know you're going to do it anyway. If you're one of those people that I don't like certain words like shit, motherfucker, get goddamn, damn it ass, whatever, this is not the show for you. Because I say those kind of words. Because they're just words to me. This one need to throw that out there because I forgot to put it at the beginning of the show, so I'm putting it out there now. Here's a word of advice. And you got these people who are like always on social media. <sighs> these motivational folks. There used to be a time I used to listen to some of them until I started thinking like I like to see this person like on a really fucked up day. When shit's going totally wrong. Your car got repoed. The gas and electric company and shit off your shit. You're three months behind on your mortgage and they're talking about closing on your home. That motivational shit that you spew out there about when shit goes wrong and how you need to be and be this place and be there and just know that it's a phase in your moment a phase in your life is this a transition you're going through 
Wouldn't you like to see how those people really handle shit like that? Yeah, because sometimes the people that got the best advice or sound like they got the best advice can't handle their own sort of medicine that they dish out, that they're trying to feed to you. But then some stuff is just common sense. And some things I've learned because, like I said, I had a birthday not long ago. Got some age on me. I'm 58. There, I said it. I had no problem with that because it comes with wisdom. And the thing I'm going to like do on the show, because of that, I've been around the block a few times. I feel it's like my obligation. It's my duty to sometimes give you some kind of knowledge of something other than some of the Trump shit I talk about, which is, you know, it's information. It's not knowledge. Nothing knowledgeable about this motherfucker. But anyway, I digress. We live in this social media world where we can't keep the damn phone sometimes out of our hand long enough. Everything is tap, tap, tap. Sin. Like, whatever else that makes somebody else feel happy, I make you feel happy. We're basically always on this sort of communication 24-7, nonstop, telling people shit. And sometimes you might want to like slow your roll, put some brakes on some things. Because some shit that you might be getting ready to put out there and tell the world, you might later think like, fuck, why did I do that? That was not a good idea. Now these people know this shit. They didn't know it until you put the shit out there. Because some things that you have this urge or this desire to want to tell somebody or talk about or share with social media or whatever. Sometimes you need to keep that shit very way back there in the dark regions of your mind. At least examine it to see if it's something that you want to put out there in space. Because that's where it's going. It's going out in space and it's going all over the place. Sometimes you might want to examine it to see if this is something really worth sharing. Because some things that you share or talk about, put out there in the social media world can later put you in a place where you'd be like, God damn it, I wish I would have kept my mouth shut. Enough of that advice. Hopefully, it's effective and can be used in some way and help somebody out there. A lot been going on since the last time I've been on the podcast. And I'm going to kind of like change the flavor just a little bit. Because... I remember when I created my whole site on Podbean, part of my sort of like my logo is basically kind of uh, or my motto is that I'm here to just talk about shit that's on my head, in my mind. Because sometimes there's some things that I just be like wanting to put out there, wondering because somebody, somebody like you, yes you, may have these same thoughts. You just may how do you say thoughts? So I'm, I'm kind of trying to, you know, I, I want to get away from this sort of like this. 
I kind of feel like this urban news reporter guy that, you know, basically when I'm dealing with the politics and the bullshit of Donald Trump, I'm basically relaying you so much news that I'm getting from somewhere else. Sometimes that is okay. Sometimes I may do that. But I think I want to just pull back a little bit and just let you have the full realm, the full effect of the shit that be on my mind, the mind of Lee Zellers. You might say, you know what? I don't give a fuck what's on your mind. That's cool. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The Trump shit. First up the bat. I'm just sometimes fascinated by Donald Trump. More so the people who follows and support him and basically loves and holds on to him and want to cuddle him. Those people, because those are the people, he knows those people exist. I'm telling you right now, this, this dude is like the fucking modern day Jim Jones. Seriously. Like, if you wasn't around, and a lot of us were, but we didn't get to witness this shit, you, we are witness this shit right now on national TV on a daily. This is like, this is fucking Jim Jones back then ran for office and won. That's what this is. This motherfucker, I'm telling you, he's Jim Jones. The whole country is caught up in a fucking cult. Majority. People like us, we're the resistance. The resistance, we're not falling for the okie doke bullshit. But there's almost half of this country that have. I say a little bit less than half. But you know who you are. Because some of you probably listen for a second and as soon as you hear this shit, you turn it off. You're living in a cult. This is America in its cult existence in 2019 going into 2020. The modern day Jim Jones, Donald J. Trump sits at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. No matter what he says, so far, up until this whole impeachment inquiry, everything that this asshole did or said bounced right off of him like the goddamn Teflon Don. Nothing has stuck to this guy. And you know this guy has said some crazy fucking Looney Tune Bugs Bunny Wowdy Coyote Roadrunner type shit. Nuts. Out there. I don't have to repeat none of it. You know it. His obsession with President Obama is fucking abnormal. It, the thought if 
Obama could be, the President Obama could be sitting somewhere with his back turned. Where there was nowhere else, nobody around, no witness. And if Donald Trump could see him sitting there, it's scary to think what he would do. Because the obsession that he has about Obama, he mentions Obama's name damn near, if not every day, every other day. If out of seven days a week that he speak on a mic, you can bet at least five or six of those days Obama's name comes out of his mouth. Somewhere, if it's in a tweet, it's probably, I don't know if an email because he's, fucking barely can spell or explain what he's trying to say sometime in a, a tweet so I don't know if he does much emailing but you get my point the man is obsessed with President Obama so this week CIA US forces special forces all of that stuff tracked down the terrorist leader of ISIS had his name here you know who I'm talking about they take him down. And then we got to listen to this cartoon character, Donald Trump, explain to the American public what took place. He even said one time, because he explained it just like, you know how you, you go see a, a, a friend, go see a movie, and they, they tell you about shit that took place and they're trying to make it like just like, you know, they was there or some type of shit. It was that type of thing. Where the, 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 the terrorist leader was running down his tunnel where they was chasing him with a dog and he was whimpering and crying before he detonated a suicide vest, suicide bomb, killing him and I think three kids. The story's kind of strange. I'm not saying that the guy's not dead. But I think when it comes to sometimes with this lying-ass president, we always got to be suspicious. Because, like, this guy fucking walk around out every day, like, 24 hours a day with a suicide vest on? Like, is it like he was just ready for this shit? Like, let me keep this vest on in case the U.S. comes storming through the door. And I can grab my kids and run down a tunnel and blow us all up. Who fucking does that? I guess when you're a terrorist, that's, maybe that's how your mind think. I don't know. It's kind of some little wag the dogish type stuff with this whole story. But he couldn't help but throw in again that the killing of the ISIS leader, like basically, I killed a terrorist bigger than Obama killed when he killed Bin Laden. Yeah, yeah, he got Bin Laden, but I got this guy, and he was far more worse as far as a terrorist than Bin Laden. Dick measuring again. When you got no dick. No matter what this clown get out and say, his followers. It all sound like the gospel to them. Some of the stuff I'm pretty sure that when he was explaining it to the the the, the media, 
I mean, when he was doing the press conference, explaining it to America, basically. I was kind of thinking, do we need to know all of that detail like that? Like, Obama pretty kept it simple. Professional. Presidential. way he presented it. This dude presented it like some, like, you know, 13-year-old Louis from around the corner. Man, dude, you should have seen this. Like, the guy was like, he's running down the tunnel and shit, and these dogs are chasing him, and he's like, and crying and screaming and shit before the dogs get up on him and then and then like out of nowhere the guy like blows up a damn suicide vest on and kills himself and his three kids it's fucking crazy he didn't say it like that but that's kind of how it sounds coming from Donald Trump well on one hand okay you took down fucking terrorists ISIS I ain't like them motherfuckers neither they seem crazy I mean, they speak all that stuff, you know, the Quran and Allah, but yet the leader is raping white girls and shit. Like, how serious are you about the religion if you're doing shit like that? So you're not really true, I guess, to the religion. And it's not to say anything disrespectful to Muslims. But sometimes you got to, you know, we have them some kind of these so-called Christians. You see them in the church all the time. He had one just not too long ago. Probably was in the church calling everybody else a sinner. Then a videotape pops up him and he's basically licking the shit out of some woman's pussy. I mean, he was putting in work. Preacher man, working it. I read a thing where some young dude said he saw the video of the preacher man working. He said it makes him like, you know, check his own stuff. He got to check his own skills. Because the preacher man was putting in some work, Jack. So that's not, like I said, it's not the talk against because I don't need I basically yeah I don't need that shit you know what I'm saying so anyway he does that takes out basically he didn't do shit I bet you a lot of this shit was going on before they, they probably didn't want to tell him he did not even want to tell what they call a gang of eight Nancy Pelosi was kept totally out of the loop but Putin though he told Putin they said, well, you had to tell Putin because U.S. helicopters or something was going to be flying over some area where Russia got planes, tanks, whatever. I, I mean, I'm basically like, if I'm the United States, like, look, uh, we got some shit going to be flying overhead. Don't trip. We ain't coming at you. We ain't beefing with you that hard. But we got some other business we taking care of. Just want to let you know that. Heads up. I think he told Putin everything. Why? Because I've said this before. The tapes exist. The P tapes exist. Putin got them. That's why this motherfucker is selling out the country. I digress. Let me move on. He went to the Houston Astro Washington National World Series game and got booed. He got booed. Sometimes the shit you put out there, it can come back. And that fucking lock her up, lock her up, where they was yelling at, at him. Lock him up. Now check out this atmosphere. This is at the Washington National Generals, maybe. I don't know. I don't follow baseball, but, you know, for those of you that do, World Series in their stadium in Washington. I'm just going to take a wild guess here that the attendees was like about, uh, I'll say, 
75% white. And I'm thinking probably out of that 75% white, maybe, um, I'd say 60% of them probably didn't vote for your ass. Don't like you. And thank you. That, that kind of support is there for us who are resisting this bullshit. And the reason why I say that, to sort of kind of dabble into the whole race thing, was to show that a large portion of America and seeing that white people are still the majority, a lot of them don't like him, him being a white guy. It just go to show it's not no monolithic thing, even on their side. Same way, like we try to explain on our side. All black people don't think alike. But my point is, this took place at World Series. This is like you can't get no more fucking American than that. This is baseball, hot dog, apple pie, Ford, Chevrolet. I'm pretty sure a bunch of Ford, Chevrolet trucks parked all around that goddamn stadium. You can't get more American than that. So for this asshole to be booed and hear the chant, lock him up, somewhere in that egotistical brain had to be that little baby Trump in there, balled up in a fetal position, crying like a bitch. Because it was on display for the world to see. There was even an orange banner hanging from the top of the rafts that said, impeach him. Right behind home plate. So you couldn't miss it. This game is being broadcast all around the world. There's a sign that says, veterans for impeaching Trump. The veterans don't even like this motherfucker. Well, I guess, how could you? What do you do on Veterans Day? Instead of going land the reef like all the other presidents do, this motherfucker's back in this hotel somewhere. Because it was raining out. I can't get this. My hairdo. Not my do wet. The Gold Star family, disrespectful. Constantly. He's disrespectful to the veterans. Although he talks all that shit. The military has never been this powerful before. We put more money than any other administration ever put into the military. I bet you if you check that, it's probably a lie. And then again, I mean, when you got so much fucking, when you got the biggest stick on the block, how many more bigger sticks do you need? The United States got the biggest stick on the block, always have. The veterans don't care for him. Why would they? When he disrespect one of the great veterans, John McCain, saying he was not a war hero. Think about that. This shit that came out of his mouth. Well, some shit came out of a lot of <laughs> hundreds of people's mouths the other night at the World Series. Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock, he heard it. He was right there. 
with your woman. And where was your kid at? What's his name? Brandon? Uh, something. Barton or something. I don't know the kid's name. And it was daddy's name. Where was he at? Most parents take their kids to like baseball game. You thought you would have had the kid there. For a lot of you, switching gears, might not know about this. Then again, you probably do. So I'm not going to say that. But there was a guy back in the day. His name was Rudy Raymore. They call him Dolomite. There's a movie with Eddie Murphy playing Rudy Ray Moore. It's on Netflix. Yes, check it out. You need to watch this shit. I said this before. I'm an independent filmmaker. For anybody who's listening, this part of the podcast is into filmmaking, indie filmmaking. Glad you listened to this because you need to check out this, this whole thing about the story of Dolomite. Rudy Ray Moore. Dolomite is his name. On Netflix. There was a part in there that it made me like think like it made me think like, damn, who are the like the Dolomites out there today? Is there any? I don't know. I know it's a few. I know a few here. Right off the top of my head, Ike Don. Ike Don is like a Dolomite. In a good not not like, you know, Dolomite was kind of like his his wardrobe was something to be discussed. Ike Don is a more better dresser than that. But the comparison I make is this. This is the comparison. And and well, before I make the comparison, let me just even let me say this part. When I say who are the like the Dolomites of the day, because back in Dolomite days, he was a type of cat. The guy was so about. He was so bent on persevering in what he wanted to do as far as an entertainer. He didn't let nothing stop him. And I think about in this whole independent film game, you have a lot of people who, you know, they make these movies, some of them make features with the hopes of getting this sold, getting it on Amazon, Netflix, and all that stuff. And here's the deal. All of that stuff is like a lottery. It's a lottery. It's basically like getting a scratch off, <laughs> giving the cashier the three numbers of pick four, whatever, and hoping that you win. When you're trying to get your movies sold, Netflix, whatever, you're basically hoping that you win. You don't know if that's going to happen or not. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon, but how much money are you really raking in from Amazon? It's cool to be saying, yeah, my movie's on Amazon. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I rent it up there for $2. You got to get a lot of viewers <laughs> to pay $2 to pay whatever it is. Amazon is, I think it's like so much like in change almost for each time that movie get viewed. Um, and that's, that's great. The, the big bamboozer, the big, the big trophy is what I'm trying to say is if you got a, Fucking Netflix deal or Hulu deal or Showtime, whatever. That's that's the lottery. That's hitting the lottery. 
But in the meantime, you put some money in this movie. You got a few dollars coming in from it. You feel great. You tell everybody, hey, I got a movie out. It's on Amazon. It's on YouTube. You know. And maybe you done put a few dollars in it. And you ain't getting those dollars back. And when I saw Rudy Ray, the, uh, the Dolomite movie, and when he was packaging up his album, putting it in a little case, stacking them up, getting ready to hit the streets because he was selling them out the trunk of his car, it took me right back to like from, I say, 2008 to 2012. 2013 where we was doing the same thing cast that I was with like some of my actors and the movies that we was doing we was doing these feature films and we was putting them on DVDs and we was getting out there in the streets and we was like selling our movies out the trunk of the car and I'm just saying that because it's like I probably could have something on Amazon or on a YouTube or some other channel that's not gonna like you know offer me some money up front but based on views I guarantee you if my choice was to do that or to do the trunk I'm going with the trunk I'm going to the I'm going to the trunk of the car I'm going to the trunk of the car because the money's there. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. The money's there. The thing is, though, today you don't have people that's willing to get out there and do that. Because I, I don't know if it's maybe it's because it makes you look less than what you're trying to make yourself appear to be. Like you're on this level. And if you're doing that, you're down on that level. But yet you're up on this level and you got this movie and it's not really generating you no know, money. But it's a guy down here on this other level where you're thinking that you don't want to be or you shouldn't be he's pulling in all the money Ike Don knows about this Ike Don's a filmmaker here in Cincinnati oh hi yo he knows about that game check out the movie Dolomite if you're a filmmaker get us some thought when you watch the movie like damn you mean I could be actually selling my own movie that I put time and effort in yes Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Just want to say that. Again, I'm at an age where sometimes I should throw out some advice, some knowledge, some information, something that could be helpful to you. For you to listen to it and be like, ah, fuck that shit, I'm not doing that. Gotta put my shit right here on YouTube and watch those numbers grow. Now I got 680-something people looked at it. Soon, they're going to start paying me. Good luck with that. The R&B singer Tank has stirred up some controversy. When he was on a podcast show by Angela Yee, who's on The Breakfast Club, who's a show I love to watch. I love The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, DJ Envy, Angela Yee. Love to watch that show. She got a show called Lip Service. 
And on lip service, she had R&B singer Tank, who had the hit song still out. When we, but when we, I can't sing like Tank. The women love Tank. I'm not Tank. I'm not built like Tank. I can't sing like Tank. I just know that song when he's, when we, but when we, because R&B singers today, they just say it. You know, Smokey Robinson would never say it. Sang a song like, when we fuck Marvin Gaye, would have never seen. When I get those feelings, I want to fuck you up the ceiling, fuck you now. That's, can you imagine Marvin saying that? Sexual healing was like another. Sexual healing was, you know what I'm saying? He could have never said that. When I get this feeling, I want to fuck you on the ceiling. I don't know how that's possible, though. But anyway, I digress. Tank was on Angela Yee's show called Lip Service. And part of this topic was about lying or something like that. I didn't watch the whole show. It's all out there. Maybe you heard it. Maybe you haven't. But it was about, I think a girl said something about friend who lied a couple times. Did that make him a liar? Some kind of way. They went from a person lying a couple times to somebody sucked a dick a couple times. Do they make them gay? And Tank, you know, he was there as a guest. You know, he had to weigh in on it. And said something like, well, you know, if a guy like sucked another guy's dick a couple times, maybe the first time, you know, or the second time he didn't like the way it tastes something. So, you know, he's like, hey, you know, this ain't for me. I'm not gay. So that became the whole sort of topic, the question, like if a guy sucked a dick twice, do that make him gay? I don't know if guys are going around trying to figure this out. I think if you're gay, you know you're gay. I guess coming from a straight person, asking him that question, if you knew a guy sucked another guy off and he did it twice, realize he didn't want to do it no more because he didn't like the taste, do that now makes him gay. To most straight men, we probably would say yeah. I probably would say yeah. Maybe, I would say this. The act is what we would think would be gay, but the lifestyle of being a gay person, no, you're not probably that. But I guess because sometimes straight guys are kind of, I don't know, maybe... The machismo thing, we get seeing it one way and thinking like, well, he did suck the guy's dick twice. You know, you went down there the first time, kind of thinking, mm, you might be, that might be your thing. So Tank ended up all over social media about this. So now people are raising questions about him. And this is the kind of thing that happens when you get into those situations with those type of topics. You talk about sucking dick, and if you did it twice and didn't go back, maybe that don't make you gay. You know, that puts you in a really weird place with a lot of straight guys. I don't think Tank is gay. <laughs> I just think Tank found himself in a situation on Angela Yee's show, lip service, with these women, being this R&B, you know, dude that all the chicks 
dig and 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 they they you know y'all caught up in the muscles and all that shit. And he found himself kind of in the spot, and it's kind of like oh shit. I'm just said some stuff. I know he probably was sitting there when he said that probably thing like uh, that didn't quite come out right. That's why you got to be kind of careful with shit like that because sometimes these things can be said and they just don't come out right. As I mentioned early at the top of the show, this is Monday, 28th. We're in that final week of October. October 31st, Thursday, Halloween, something a lot of people celebrate, partake in, get the children involved, get involved. Adults get involved. Hell, I got involved over the weekend. I dressed up like a pimp. I just... You know, just trying to dress like a pimp. I didn't know I looked like damn Jerome on Martin Lawrence, the pimp on there. Some people say, like Jerome. Some people say I look like Cat Williams, I guess for Cat Williams, 10 years from now. Because I'm thinking I'm a little bit older than Cat. I know I am. I just dressed up like a pimp. My girl dressed up like somewhat like a hooker, kind of looked like a hooker. I don't know. Um, so, I, you know, I had my little Halloween fun. But this Halloween, it's, you know, it's coming. Kids going out. It's all about trick or treat. They want candy. They want to put on costumes. It's fun. Some people don't get into celebrating. Some people say it's not a good holiday. It's a pagan kind of holiday. It's demonic. You know, if you believe in those kind of things, I know a lot of y'all don't, but as a lot of us do, whatever floats your boat. Watch the kids. Keep your eye on the children. You know, if you go into a house, it's kind of run down. Person to come to the door, possibly look like he haven't ate a meal in like two weeks, maybe scratching his arm, asking, do you got anything? He's not a person you want to get candy from. I'm just saying. We got an opioid heroin crisis out there. Avoid some of these people that might think something... Is a joke. Not even just so much about avoid. Make sure you're doing whatever you need to do to examine the candy your kids are, is getting from these total strangers. It's the only time of the year where we think of, hey, let's take our kids around some total strangers, knock on the door, and let them give our kids candy. What a cool concept. Watch the babies. Watch the children. Recently, we had this tragic story to take place. It took place. Little girl, they called Cupcake. Some of you have heard the story. If you haven't, just Google search it. Death of a little girl or a little girl killed named called Cupcake. Watch the children. Because they are very evil people who walks among us you probably walk right past these people they're saddest sadistic bonafide pure evil and because they're so sick and have nothing on their mind but to do something to harm somebody they would love to do that to a young small 
child. Watch the babies, protect them. If Halloween's your thing, go out there and get some candy, Snickers, Butterfingers, whatever, Skittles, all that stuff. Be safe. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Monday's podcast, I'm going to try to stay on point. From now on, I'm going to make sure that I drop a podcast every Monday, no matter what my vibe is, because I wasn't in the greatest vibe today, didn't have the greatest vibe today, but I was like, damn it, I'm dropping a podcast no matter what. And it went 10 minutes over. I just to keep it but hey, hope you enjoyed it. Catch you on the next one.